This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today's show is going to be interesting. I've never seen Anthony so uncomfortable. I wish I would have had more conversations about sex. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared at all. I'm sweating. Like, I'm I'm sitting here having a conversation with my sister about sex. Yeah. The extent of the conversation was wait until marriage. But there is yep. no other part of the conversation. So even, like, what sex is supposed to be in marriage and how it enhances the marriage was not a conversation that I had. And so then when it came time for us to do whatever, I just thought it was a duty that I performed. I didn't even know I was myself supposed to experience pleasure. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. Henry family, what's going on, fam? <laughs> Yo, what up, bro? We chilling, man. Yo, man. You know, last time we had Glenn on the show, now we got Glenn and my little sister, man. Look at the Lord, y'all. Yes, yes. Look at the Lord. Yvette, y'all, is my only sister. The best and she married Glenn. How long y'all been married now? 12 years. 12 and a half. Come on, let, let her know, Glenn. Yeah. Let her know, Glenn. <laughs> 12 and a half. 12 and a half. We can put, put some 13. respect on that half, Yvette. <laughs> yeah. That's a long you time. You know what? Yo. A half matters because I'm 4'11 and a half inches. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let's talk about it. Let's go straight into this because I want to ask y'all a question. 12 and a half years of marriage. Um, I have a lot of single people watching this who desire to be married. Heck, I'm I'm one of them, right? Um, give me the one lesson. If y'all could go back to day one of your marriage. I'm curious, Yvette, from a wife perspective, what would you change? And then Glenn, from a husband perspective, what will you change? Yvette's looking like, huh? Glenn is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well I feel like my answer is always the same Um, I feel like I I wish I would have had more conversations about sex I don't Mm. feel like I was prepared um, for I wasn't prepared (laughs) I wasn't prepared Mm -hmm. at all and so I feel like that connection is such a huge part of the union overall that I mm. wish we would have at least, or I would have at least had that down. And I don't know if it's possible to necessarily fully have it down. I was going to have that down as a version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show but you this. I, y'all, I I'm over here sweating because my, <laughs> my sister talking about, I want to talk about sex. And I'm like, oh, Lord, Jesus. Um, <laughs> this is my sister. But yeah, I mean, which is, which is true. I mean, that is... That that is true, but that that is that's a serious question, Yvette. How would you have done that uh, with your with your virginity in the beginning, which is something that is, is praise and worthy? Because you know your two brothers, we definitely were not virgins, and you hung in there. But it's like, like what would you have done differently with Glenn? Would you have had that conversation with him? Would it have been like a therapy type session? Like what would that have been, or with someone else? I probably would have read more books. I would have asked more questions from women mm. that I knew that were married from my mom. Um, yeah. I would have 
I just would have had more conversations and read more books, I think. I also think that there is a level of, I don't know, I didn't know that we were going here, but I feel like your body, (laughs) like even just getting to know my body, you know, Mm. feeling comfortable in my own skin, exploring my own sexuality. I know that, and I feel like that's so nuanced when you're coming from a Christian perspective because I don't, I'm not trying to, I don't know what I'm saying. Lord, I don't think that's a nuance. (laughs) I think that may be different from like how me and you were raised, you know what I'm saying? But I think in today's generation, it's important, you know? I mean, this is is so awkward and funny to me. It's it's awkward. Because I'm, like, I'm looking at both of you, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this is so awkward. And I'm I'm the only one laughing here. <laughs> Anthony looks uncomfortable, but I'm He's actually the, but, very comfortable. No, no, but you guys are very professional, which is great. But I can know the inner voices you guys both have, and I'm freaking out. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. Bro, no, but I'm, just... I'm over here sweating. You know, I just got... <laughs> I'm sweating like I'm I'm sitting here having a conversation with my sister about sex. Yeah. But I mean, clearly we're grown she adults. Did it. She, yeah, she she grown. She got four kids. I know where it come from. I mean, yeah. God, and yeah. at least let's be real. At least she did it with Glenn. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I, I've praised the world like, you know, my brother-in-law is a real brother-in-law. Like, you know what I'm saying? At least he ain't no jerk. At least he loved God. And I know for daggone sure he loved my sister and those kids. Mm-hmm. So it makes the conversation a little bit better. If he would have been a jerk. Yeah, this wouldn't have been a good combo. <laughs> it probably wouldn't have been a but conversation like, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For real. Um, but that's that's really good though. I mean, because I that is something that I I've said this. I said, man, I wish, I wish both sets of my family's parents would have had that conversation with me about sex. I probably, I don't know. I've never said this. My sister went here, so I don't know why we go in here. But I don't know if I would have stayed a virgin until I was married, but I definitely I think would have waited a lot longer mm-hmm. if they would have had like really the conversation with me because really the world taught me about sex, not my parents, not people who I who who truly love me. So mm-hmm. that's good though. I think that, that's real good. I think what's interesting about uh that conversation that Yvette is talking about is that it's almost like we didn't know how to communicate in a major mm-hmm. way. So uh mm-hmm. sex is is a is a place of safety, security, right? Um, pleasure and all that stuff. But it it does it is a communication. It's like you don't speak a yeah. language. And so though Yvette wouldn't have been able to or probably wouldn't have practiced on learning, right? But it's just kind of like if you study, um, if you like a a surgeon or something like that, you you don't you don't have hours in until you get hours in, but you study for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, I think that if you don't at all put any time into understanding sex and thinking that it's just natural and human nature or whatever, um, you're not going to know whether or not you can even communicate verbally with something Uh you're communicating with, with your body. Um, And so I think that is uh, just kind of lends to what Yvette is saying, because it wasn't so much that she didn't know anything. It's that we weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that the part, that part is what was really hard is like the extent of the conversation was wait until marriage, but there was no other part of the conversation. So even like what sex is supposed to be in marriage and how it enhances the marriage was not a conversation that I had. And so then when it came time for us to whatever, I just thought it was a duty. 
that I was supposed Ooh. to perform. I didn't even know I was myself supposed to experience pleasure. Yeah. You know what I'm and, saying? And it felt, for me, I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be a part mm -hmm. of something where you feel forced or like, I feel like I'm manipulating you yeah. or you're, you're doing this out of some freakish control. I was like, this is whack. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> it was whack for years. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And wow. so, man, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that Yvette has... Really, it's it was on her. It was mm -hmm. like, hey, I I care about you enough to try to work at this. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. that's one thing. Can I can I go into something I I wish I could have yeah, changed? Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, Zoom. You know, I think, uh, I think not harboring so many feelings mm. and like mm. uh, forgiving early mm. Um, mm. during that thing where. She's like, I don't want to talk about sex. And I'm building up a, a significant wall. Like, I'm not, like, I'm starting to have conversation with God. Like, you played me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm no, like, that's real, though. Like, nah, like, I, that's I, real. I, I got saved, was abstinent, and was like, Lord, yep. I'm waiting. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. Yep. And I'm going to honor you. And, you know, and then I'm, Yvette and I get married. And I'm kind of like, ooh, this ain't. <laughs> This what happened? Like, what, what did I do? You know what I'm saying? And so. And I feel like I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but yeah. I feel like there's this saying that the devil will do everything he can before marriage to get you to have sex. And then after marriage to prevent you from having sex. Mm -hmm. And I feel Ooh. like the temptation was heavy. And Glenn probably thought I was like super whatever. Yeah, I thought she was a freak <laughs> because she was so handsy. <laughs> And she was just curious, you know what I mean? It was like a science project, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, "What is going on?" He's like, he's like, he gone. He gone. Come back, come back. Yeah, Glenn, you just said my. You thought my sister was a freak. This is not. A, this is not a comfortable well, conversation. I, thought, I mean, I didn't know she was giving off freak. That's what she was giving off. You know what I'm saying? And, and I didn't even realize I she was didn't even know that. what she was doing. She didn't even know what button she was pressing. Mm -hmm. And so wow. I, I was like, when I got in there, I was kind of like, well, what is happening here? <laughs> where, where was the girl who was da 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 da? And she was just kind of like, I, I don't know. And it made me feel it just was icky, bro. Like it just felt. Mm -hmm. I, that's the only word I can say. And I know that that word is corny, mm -hmm. but it's like it just doesn't feel like safe, comfortable, yeah. clean. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it, it felt like sin. Mm -hmm. To be honest, mm -hmm. like it, it, like even us being intimate in marriage mm -hmm. felt like a bad thing because we weren't, it just was so much. And so we hated that experience. Mm. We hated mm. that experience. And so that is why we created the premarital advantage, mm -hmm. uh, which I know we're going to talk about today. But yeah. we don't want people walking into marriage without having these significant conversations that are literally pillars yeah. to the rest of the years you're gonna walk into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with this person? Yeah. Yo, real quick, you guys, are you looking to change your career here in the year of 2023? If so, look no further than Bethel School of Technology, the only Christian online tech bootcamp in the world. According to a recent report, black people make up just about 4% of the U.S. technology workforce. But you see at Bethel Tech, who I partnered with for this year, they believe that all people, including us black people, should have access to the lucrative and fulfilling opportunities in the tech industry. Now, with their nine-month program, you'll gain the essential skills you need to start a successful career 
career in technology. And let's not forget the earning potential. You see, according to Indeed, the average salary of a software developer in the US is around $103,000. Say what? You know, you can choose from programs like the cybersecurity and UI UX design and launch your tech career or even a tech business ignited with passion and purpose. So listen, we're gonna skip the debt and we're gonna invest into yourself for just nine months that can change the next nine years of your life. All you gotta do is join Bethel Tech today to achieve your career aspirations. Visit anthonyoneal.com slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes today so you can register and start a new journey of your life. Now, you know what? Let's get back to the show because this is a good one today. Let's keep it about. And so now since, since you just said that your premarital advantage, advantage, this is a course that you all designed uh, not for currently married people, for people like me who are who's possibly dating someone, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, and who's like, yo, I seriously see you as my significant other, and I want to start the process before we even get to the process. Right. Yeah, it's something that, you know, before you go to premarital counseling or you watch in unison with premarital counseling, it's just yep. that other layer of security that's saying, okay, I know I'm not supposed I know I'm supposed to know more about, you know, how you resolve conflicts, but yep. w- like where do you lie on like what do you do as soon as you have a conflict? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. do you hide? Do you confront? Mm-hmm. Are you combative? Like what what is that really like? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you give me some examples of that? Right? So we we go deep into these discussions where these are almost mysteries that you figure out on the way to finding and, and being with that person, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you know people in seasons, right? Yeah. Yvette is not Yvette, who she is as a as a wife now, is nowhere near close to who she was when we first got married. And every single mm-hmm. child changed her, right? Mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. child changed me. Every single mm-hmm. job changed me, right? Mm-hmm. Who I am now as a man, like I was, I, I don't know what I was doing when we got when we first got together. It was I was tutoring <laughs> math, and I did I didn't even pass math. <laughs> you understand me? I was giving cats the wrong Lord answers. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gosh. It was terrible. Mm. And she, I married a math teacher. Like, it was just all bad. You know I couldn't even trust him to grade my math Yeah, yeah. She like, would grade my yeah. grades and be like, you did that wrong, that wrong, that wrong. Wow. Was, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So and I'm I, curious. I, um, you guys, we are going to drop their information in today's show notes. I definitely want to encourage you that if you are dating someone, um, to I think both of y'all should sit down, get this course, and sit down and have the hard conversations. Um, because... Can I interrupt you? I'm just so sorry. No, you can't interrupt in my show. So, like I was saying, <laughs> not just playing. Go ahead, back. No, I I, <laughs> I, I I do want to say that yes, the course is created for couples, but I do believe that even single people would mm-hmm. benefit from the course and newlyweds. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in your first year or two of marriage, I do believe, and you didn't necessarily do premarital counseling or whatever, I do believe yeah. that our mentorship e-course that we designed would be beneficial mm-hmm. to you as well. I feel like it's beneficial so- to singles because it also gives them conversations to be having with themselves before entering a dating relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're newly dating, but you're serious about taking it somewhere else, I think I think it's applicable to anybody up to two years marriage, from mm. single to two years married, I think that's could benefit really, from it. That's really good. So what is one thing me as a single person, mm-hmm. I should be having a conversation with myself about that y'all teach and really expand on inside of the course? I think a lot of times, and 
one of the things that we talk about in the course is your um, how your family of origin impacts the way you view gender roles within marriage, the way you handle conflict. It, it impacts so much of who we are. And I think yeah. if you take the time to acknowledge some of the things that have come as a result of your experience with your family of origin, it gives yeah. you insight into what you're taking into relationships. And I think the neat thing about it is that even if you are a single person, you still are in community with people. You still mm. have interactions with people. And so when you encounter conflict, how do you deal with that conflict in relationship with other people? And if you take time to acknowledge how your family of origin is informing that or whatever belief systems that have already been kind of built up in you already, it gives you a lot of insight when you're walking into a relationship. You are, I, I like to think of the premarital advantage as a like readiness course. Mm -hmm. Like we're not saying your marriage is going to be great. We're not, I mean, we're, we're, actually, Hopefully. We, we're hoping yeah. <laughs> that if you apply the things that we share with you in the premarital advantage. At least that, have the conversations. That, it won't be a mystery. Yes. Yeah. And um. so I think there's a level of readiness to it. For example, when I walked into marriage, I was not ready for sex, right? Mm. I, mm -hmm. I was a virgin. I didn't have mm -hmm. many conversations about sex. I didn't read any books about sex. There was just so much I didn't know. And as a result, I was at a readiness level of zero. Right. The premarital advantage is to help people avoid the readiness level of zero and take you further along. Yeah. We explain like the definition of all like intercourse and all that stuff. Right. Because some people like, hey, what hole do it go in? You know what I'm saying? Like they don't know nothing. You understand me? And I'm tired of that. Lord Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's annoying. Yeah. Right. So I think <laughs> I think the mantra, some people. Right. Some some people. What hole do it go in? What? <laughs> you sure? Okay, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, Lord. so anyway, I think the module that oh, is Jesus. good, the module that is good for single people, another one is the individual and combined goals. Yeah. We talk That's about, good. we talk about how just because you get married or you're getting married or mm -hmm. getting into a relationship, you do not have to give up on your dreams and goals and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Because that's what mm. people think. People think as soon as, hey, I'm, I'm getting tied down. Yeah. I'm ready to get cuffed up and locked, locked down. Like they say yeah. that as if it's some type of prison. But if I communicate, hey, I got a dream to go to Trinidad, to go here, and I want to do this, and I want to go to Jamaica, and I want to do this. Hey, I don't want to do that. That's okay. You can still do that even though I don't want to. Or maybe we can work together and see what I am willing to do. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But just yeah. because, right? Uh, we get married. That doesn't mean my dreams die yeah. and her so dreams good. die. Because I thought that's what happened mm. too. Like, yeah. oh, I got to stop doing music because I'm married now, mm -hmm. you know. And and it it actually made me a better artist, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, a more a more vast artist. So I'm not just telling stories from an MC's perspective, but through video and all types of stuff, mm -hmm. short films. Hello, yeah. you He's know a what I'm saying? Storyteller, baby. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, so I think the individual and the combined goals modules is really solid for single people as well. So in, inside of this, um, this mentorship that you all are, are building, because I think this is not this is not a course. This is a mentorship, a community that you are building to help people um, go from go from zero to at least ready um, um, in their marriages and have healthy marriages. And over the 12 years, you all have done a lot, accomplished a lot, went through a lot, got through a lot. I'm curious on, on this part. Do you all talk about finances at all inside of the, uh, the e-course? 
We do. Yeah. We have a whole module on finances. Yeah. A whole module? Yeah. What What is one thing y'all think single people should be doing or what's the conversation? Because, like, you know, I'm going to keep it above, man. When I go on dates, one of the very first conversations I'm having is, what's your thoughts around money? You already know who I am. Mm-hmm. You already know I don't do debt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some people say, I should not talk about that. But I'm like, well, why hide it? And then we're not aligned. And then yeah. two months in, I'm feeling the girl. Now I got to let her go because we ain't aligned on the money. <laughs> I got to let her go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of conversation that just about how does how does what do you believe about money? What yeah. is it for? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the intention behind it? Because some people just you and you'll get to know right off the bat. Hey, so, you know, how do you feel about money? Like what, what are some of your dreams and goals? And what are some, if they talk about, hey, I would love to be able to save for this. I would love to be able to invest and grow my money like this. If and somebody's like, I'm trying to go to Dubai immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a whole different conversation. You get the answer early. Right. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to say. You know, it don't got to be super deep in the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some people know the right answers to yeah. say, but yeah. if we think about it and we ask questions like, you know, you know, what was your evidence? What was, I'm sorry, what was your evidence of uh, good money in the past? So how did your parents spend money, right? What mm. were some of the habits you guys did, right? If, yeah. if it's not even in their DNA, in their history, right? They, they, sh- their account right now should speak for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some people make decisions off of, how their parents spent money before. And I would say this, when Yvette and I first got married, I was like extremely <clears throat> tight. I didn't want to spend no money for nothing. And that's something that I would change in the past, right? From, from wow. the past. I would travel with my wife more, right? Wow. I would, I would go places and spend money. And the reason's why is we can't go nowhere. <laughs> we we can't do nothing. Yeah. Uh, because of the kids. I mean, not, and, it, and it's not even necessarily because of kids yes, as it much is. as... It's because of the kids, <laughs> man. They are everywhere. And it's so many of them. You know what Lord, I'm saying? And the dog. <laughs> the dog. That was the... Mm, mm, don't buy a dog, y'all. Anywho, um, I was going to say... What was I going to say? Oh, we actually have you in our... Um, we shout you out in our... our uh, e- What's it called? The book. E-course. The handbook. Oh, oh the workbook. The handbook. We say, you know, these are some people that you should consider... Following 100%. <laughs> if you yeah. are looking for uh, wisdom on finances. Yeah. But yeah, we yeah. definitely have those conversations. And it is one of those things. I mean, because when you get down to the itty gritty. Nitty gritty. Oh, uh, See, nitty. that's your fault. She don't know no slang. <laughs> <laughs> when you get down to the nitty gritty, I feel like so much of um, what we bring to a marriage has to do with our family of origin and just like how we've been groomed or bred (laughs) into the world. Mm -hmm. And so we have them in that particular module take a lot of, ask. we ask a lot of reflective questions about past and current and like some of the things. And sometimes people may have already actually been working on creating healthier habits surrounding money. But you want to make sure that you and your partner are aligned because it's like one of those things where do you want to, do you want to prioritize budgeting for fun? Like that's a co- yeah. conversation that Glenn and I could have had mm-hmm. before we got married, but we didn't, you know? And so I think that that is important to wow. navigate. Well, you guys, we are going to drop <clears throat> Yvette and Glenn's uh, link in today's show notes. Um, uh, make sure you all go check it out because it will definitely bless you tremendously. Um, I, I promise you, they've been working on this for a while. And if y'all know anything about the bit, the business and the brand that these two have built, 
Um, they're very big on excellence, very big on quality and making sure that you're getting the value for it. So we're going to drop it into their show notes. Make sure y'all go check it out uh, because it will bless you tremendously. I'm going to check it out as a single person. It's my sister and brother-in-law. So I'm going to get some wisdom too because they've been married for 12 and a half years. I've been, I have been I can't even stay in a relationship for 12 and a half months. So I need to get some <laughs> wisdom. I need to get something. Um, and, um, and that's just the truth. I mean, hey, I have no problem admitting that there are some things that I should learn. Uh, while I'm single, because I want to maximize my single season correctly. And why not learn from people who are young, vibrant, who has built something, they've gone through trials inside of their marriage and look at them still here today and loving each other. Um, that's the kind of knowledge we need to be getting uh, because that's very, very important. Yvette, I want to ask you a question uh, because every single show I have, sis, every single show I have, if there's a, if there is a successful lady that comes to my table, I ask them one question. When you met Glenn, you already had your master's degree. You you were you were winning. You you were you were what they would call. Uh, why are you shaking your head? Because I didn't. I don't have a master's degree. I had my teaching. Well, you, credential. You had something else. What'd you have? My teaching credential. Yeah, bachelor's. Yeah, your teaching. teaching credential. But I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was yeah, together. Yeah. I get your huh? point. She I get your it. point. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, am I off? You went to four years of school. Then you had to do something else. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So yes. trying to play me in my own show. No. Um, uh, so you had all that successful, making good money, right? No. And then Glenn comes across the table, and and it's not it's not a knock on Glenn. I asked all ladies. Glenn wasn't making six figures, you know what I'm saying? And in today's day and time, I asked ladies, could you date a guy who makes forty thousand dollars a year? And the majority of them say no. I'm curious. You married a guy who must, wasn't making six figures. What would you say to that single person that is saying, you know what? I'm successful. I got a degree. I'm making good money, but I'm not dating a school teacher. I'm not going to date someone who's making $42,000 a year. What would you say to that woman, that single woman right now? And then I'm going to come over to Glenn as a man and ask him to answer that too. What are you, you got a chocolate baby trying to come in here. Come in. Chocolate baby. Who that? Who is it? Who is it? It's probably Uzi, the way the door. Anaya. Anaya. What do you want, baby? <laughs> Anaya! Here, come say hi to Uncle Anthony. What up, Anaya? Hurry up come and don't fall. Come this way and be careful. Don't Watch fall. the cords. Come on. You on national TV. What up, <laughs> that little knees? Say hi. Hi. Girl, you look good. You look so good. That's my little niece. Oh, man. Here comes. What, what you want, baby? The whole family coming in now? No, yeah. What you want? So... Is Ray gonna watch us? No, or? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. Did she ask to watch you? No. Okay, yeah. go, go, lady. Go, Uzi. Say hi, Uncle Anthony. Hi. What up, Ooze? <laughs> What's up, better man? Clean. Watch, 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 We're almost done, babe. Almost done. See, you can't that, do that nothing. Man <laughs> that man clean. We can't That's do nothing. So back bro. to close the huh? door. We can't do nothing. See, hey, bro, listen. I see why you can't go nowhere. You can't even talk with me for 20 minutes. Uzi, Raya. <laughs> close the door. Naya, 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 close the door, please. Oh, Naya's still here? All right. Um, so I feel like one of the things that Glenn and I repeat often is who you marry is not who you end up with. And mm. so for me, I think that the biggest thing to look for in the person that you're marrying is good worth e- work ethic and drive. Um, and maybe they don't necessarily have the drive in the moment, but I don't even know how to do I had drive. You did have drive. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't necessarily know how to explain. It's kind of 
y'all don't don't discount me for this, but I feel like it's something that you just know. Like there mm. is there is an element of you just you know, you know what I'm saying? Like for Glenn, he was eating peanut butter and honey sandwiches out of the trunk of his car. Like he kept a, a loaf of bread, peanut butter and honey in his trunk. In your and he trunk? was eating it. Yeah, that's because I, I I I wasn't paid like that, but I wasn't going like but spend it, money and yeah. So it was charge like a credit card. So it was just was, he wasn't irresponsible. Wow. He there was no there was no element of irresponsibility in him. The community that surrounded him spoke volumes about accountability, about um, uh, just even helping to like push him forward. You know what I'm saying? He had it in and of himself. But the way that he valued that accountability and the people that he chose to allow to speak into his life, I just knew he wasn't going to stay there. And even like his faith in and of itself spoke volumes to me, too, because I was like, well, if you if you got God as your center and as your focus, then I know you're going somewhere because, you know, are you picking yeah. my mustache? No, something else. Jerk. It was a little piece. Of, I didn't on notice national it. television. Well, I'm just saying, it's not your mustache. It's the crumbs. <laughs> what crumbs? It's I just a little crumb. I don't know what you was eating. I didn't eat anything. Sorry, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm speaking. So yeah, God at the center, Yvette. <laughs> God at the center. Yeah, and 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 the truth of the matter is, is that in conversation with Glenn, he challenged me. He mm. he was also like pulling things out of me that I knew were going to help me grow. As he likes to say, he was sturdy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was also very fine and he had that Baltimore swagger that I just love. Mm. But Baltimore. that has nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. So I just knew, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there are some tangible things that I just listed, but I also feel like we as women and humans, not even just the women, but the men too, we can feel it. And we mm. can see it and we can understand within ourselves if this is something that we are willing to or someone who we are willing to invest in to help grow. Because technically, or I mean, ideally, we are helping each other grow. Mm -hmm. Glenn has helped me grow just as much as I have helped him grow. Mm -hmm. We are making each other better. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. don't want to be married 12 years down the line to the same person we were married to Ugh, at the beginning. No. Because that's just... You changed. Yeah. You're supposed to. You're supposed to change. You're mm, supposed yeah. to grow and develop. Yeah. Dude, that's... I didn't know that. Peanut butter and honey out of the trunk to now you, you've built a seven-figure business. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, that's that's massive. And, and it's like, and I don't <laughs> want to downplay my sister, but Yvette could have... She could have missed out. I really If she just would have only looked at Dang, he's eating peanut butter and honey out of his trunk. That ain't the kind of man I want. I want a man who's eating that at that time at Red Lobster. I want a man who who driving this and driving that. You know what I'm saying? And now look, y'all have one a beautiful family, a beautiful major business, uh, one of the top channels uh, on YouTube in the world. So, Glenn, <laughs> talk to those sisters who are. He's our hype man. I like it. Uh. No, 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 Glenn, I want to talk to the sisters. I think my sister talked to the sisters. Talk to them single brothers, man, who are like, yo, that's where I'm at. I'm only I'm only making $30,000 a year right now. I, I'm eating peanut butter and jelly. I don't do honey like Glenn. I do jelly. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but it's like ladies are looking over them. But yeah. like ladies are, nah, you, you, you ain't got, you ain't doing nothing. Mm. Like, and they're getting depressed. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. They're trying to be men of integrity and character, but they ain't getting them nowhere. It's not getting them the latest that they want. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm wondering, Glenn, like, what would you say to that single person who needs to take your course? But what would you say to that single man that feels like he ain't winning because he doesn't have that honey as far as in the lady because of where he's at financially and mm-hmm. career wise right now? I yeah. like what he did there. Yeah, honey. I like that. Spell, good that words. Good. Um, so I, I would say that one, I do want to just help you understand how much like of a great woman I have. Right. Mm -hmm. She is incredible and she just keeps growing. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when you think there's like, "Ah, she's not going to get this. one. (laughs) We're good. This is where we stop. You know what I'm saying? All right, Lord, thanks. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to leave you alone. I'm not going to pray no more right now because it is not, but she just keeps like, Oh, Mm. wait a minute. I had a thing. I thought, uh, you know what I'm saying? And I, I would say that, you know, there's there's a level of patience that you have Mm. to have um, when you're waiting for uh, the right anything. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm. I'm saying? And so what we find are people who are willing to trade uh, Mm. their like uh, their comfort and their like uh, happiness uh, for their future. Mm. Right. Um, Yvette is not. nor has she ever been someone who uh, allows you to just sit still, right? Mm. She's going to ask you really tough questions. Um, And I have been blessed by the accountability that she has given me, right? Most younger men would shy away from that accountability Mm. because it looks like disrespect. Mm. Um, It looks like uh, challenging. And they don't want that. Yeah. They want someone who's quiet, who doesn't ruffle their feathers or rub them the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But then they end up being average for a long time. That's so good. Right. And so um, what we're looking at is Mm -hmm. not, um, you know, someone who's concerned about money, but they're concerned about where we are headed as an entity. Mm. Um, Mm. And that that's kind of what we have here. So I'm not looking. I never was looking for. excuse me, I was never looking for uh, potential or um, someone who was convenient, right? I wanted someone who knew where they were going and I could help and allow, uh, you know, whatever I could bring to the table would would just match her energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of us men in, in our community were raised by single mothers, right? I'm not saying the, the majority of us, but there, a lot of us were. Um, and so what we have is a very interesting view on women in general that I think that we think we think that because we saw a strong black woman do all these great things by themselves, that um, our wives don't need us. Right. Mm. Wow. Uh, black wow. women don't need us. Right. Wow. But they do. And so when I'm able to connect and listen to my wife. Um, from a spiritual place, right? Intuition. I'm able to hear her and see her. Um, I can meet the needs that she has and it doesn't feel like she's winning or I'm losing. I'm wow. always on her team. Wow. <laughs> 100% of the time, she don't even know it. Mm. <laughs> she doesn't even recognize it. She mm. kind of like, what you trying to do? 
You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was just trying to pick a crumb off her thing. She thought I was picking her mustache. <laughs> I'm always on her team. <laughs> you understand me? Is it this? Are you seeing this? <laughs> no, babe. It was a real crumb. Oh. It was a real tortilla. <laughs> I didn't have a tortilla. <laughs> you had some. I haven't eaten today. You had some. I was just trying to get that off. And she was like, what you trying to do with my mustache? You know what I'm saying? I'm always on her team. It just doesn't look the same. So yeah. um, what I what I would love to do for, for young men is just to recognize that you're, it's going to take a while because it's super hard to find. Yeah. Right? Wow. And sometimes it's not even hard to find. It's hard to grow with mm. because it doesn't start. Like Yvette wasn't always respectful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was a time I had to tell her like, hey, you talking to me like that in front of people, it makes me not want to be around you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to figure it out because I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And those are rough yeah. conversations. Some dudes will yeah. say, you talk to me like that, I'm gone. I, she don't respect me. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. She got, right. a, I'm a king, such and such. Man, you didn't earn no respect, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? So like yeah. I we have had to, and I, I know people hate this word, but we have had to train each other on how to communicate love and, and invest in each other. Yeah. And we will forever be doing that. And that's mm -hmm. that is the rhythm, that's the goal for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But why is that such a hard thing to hear? Like train each other. And and I understand the the negative, but I'm like, but if if I love her, I need her to train me on how to love her. I need to train her on how to love me if we love each other. Because we 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 push to the negative. So if someone says, "Yeah, you got to train your man," that sounds like you got to train your dog, right? But if someone goes, "No, you got to train your client as a professional uh, uh, gym owner or physical yep. personal trainer," mm -hmm. that's totally yeah. fine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You got to go to yeah. on the job training for your job, right? Yeah. In this relationship, you're gonna be in training for the rest of your life. For the rest of life. your life. Come on, man. Right. And in every relationship, you will be. So mm -hmm. we just yeah. got to change the way we, we receive these words. Yeah, Yvette, I'm curious because <clears throat> I know where you get that 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 toughness from from you. Uh, we probably have one of the toughest and most loving mothers on the planet of the earth. Because I know she's watching this. I know she's gonna be like, <laughs> "Excuse me," um, <laughs> mm -hmm. but that's our mama, and that's fine. And I'm curious, Yvette, when Glenn told you because I recently just told this to a young lady who I was getting to know. She talked to me like like I was one of her kids. You know, and I was like, hey, hey, Queen, I mean, listen, you're not creating a space for me to feel safe to share my feelings. I feel disrespected. Can, can we stop this? And she told me, you have some healing you need to do. And I was like, I was just trying to let you know. I just didn't like the way you was talking to me. What does I had to do about me healing? So I'm curious what clicked for you to realize, okay, maybe there is something that I do need to change a little bit so that my husband can receive what I'm saying and he doesn't feel disrespected. Like, was it hard for you to get to that point as a strong woman that that you are? I don't, I mean, definitely it took a lot of intention because especially with the respect like piece, I feel mm. as though for Glenn, it never looked the same. Mm. You know what I mean? So like when I'm teaching my students to do a math problem, there are a couple different ways to approach the problem to get to the solution. But with respecting my husband, it could disrespect could show up differently in different like seasons of life in different uh, scenarios or environments. And so one of the things that I needed to do was to be receptive. I mean, like, and mm. I'm always receptive. And so there would be like, oh, Yvette, this makes me feel disrespected. 
And so I'd be like, okay, I'm going to work on this. But the thing about it is we can't have laser focus on just the one thing. We have to be open to everything that respect encompasses for him. And so it is a matter of me being trained. And then also I think too that we've gotten to a place where with him continually showing me or like pointing out how disrespect is showing up, there's an overarching theme that I'm starting to acknowledge in which his respect is really a feeling of safety. It's Mm -hmm. not so much... It's not so much a like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's not so much like, oh, you yelled at me in front of whomever or whatever. It's like, I didn't feel safe in that moment and I needed to feel safe. And so for me, when I get to understand, because in one moment it could be like me talking about talking to him with a certain tone in front of people. But then in, in another moment, it could be, it could be me like convincing him to go on a weekend getaway with people that we had no business going on because we had other things within our own sphere of life that we needed to you be, prioritize. You, you, you beating all around it. You might as well go ahead and say, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying like it just it shows up differently. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom line, I have come to understand that respecting my husband is allowing him to feel safe. Is creating a safe space for him, no matter what the context of the situation is. Yeah. And so, and I also, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you was about to cut me off. One of the things that um, Glenn has, like Glenn doesn't ask for a lot. He don't mm. ask for a lot. And he's told me he wants three things. He wants respect, he wants sex, and he wants food. And so for me, it's like, I, I'm going to try to work on all three of those things, but like, it's just not, it's not a lot. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a lot when you're talking about the time that goes into yes. all those things, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, I'm just trying to be intentional. Like, and it is kind of a juggling act. <laughs> we talk about balance versus, versus juggling. juggling. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things where like, at certain points, I'm doing really good at respect, but I'm doing really bad at like lo- uh, food or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just the season of life that we're in. And I think that that is something that we have come to honor with each other is that, you know, at certain points of our life, we'll be excelling in one area and we won't be necessarily excelling in the other. Mm-hmm. But that is just an element of grace yeah. that we have to extend to each other. Yeah. Well, you guys, this is this has been a great combo. This has been a great combo. It's been a little interesting to hear my sister for the very first time in my 38 years of living and her 35 years of living, hear her talk about sex. Um, but it's been healthy. <laughs> it's been healthy. Yeah. And I, I love to see my sister talk about it in, in, from the perspective of her husband. Mm. And I think a lot of us should be talking about that for perspective a lot more. And so I want to encourage you all to um, get there, join their community, join their family, and really learn from people who have learned a lot. And y'all over the next 12 years are going to be learning, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think um, this is a great 
uh, mentorship program for you all to join. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, we're going to have their information in today's show notes. Please make sure that you all get it. Um, let's bombard them. Let's, 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 I didn't even say that right. Bombard. bombard. Yeah. Yeah. Bombard <laughs> them and, um, and sign up because it will be a huge blessing to you. I promise you that much. So check it out. Um, um, before y'all leave, I got to ask this question live. Uh -oh. Should I be expecting a little niece or a little nephew in the next year? Absolutely not. Not from us. <laughs> not from me. <laughs> <laughs> not from me. No. Um, you know, I, I got I got a vasectomy, proud vasectomy on this side. You know, but what I'm he saying? never what? went back to the doctor, so he'd be so proud about it. But he yeah. never went and got it checked up on. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what could happen? Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Either way, you know what I'm saying? It ain't mine. So no more chocolate. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not leaving though. What? I'm staying for the baby. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm 12 years deep. I'm gonna be the best uncle ever. You know what I'm saying? That, you are a nut. <laughs> I ain't oh going nowhere. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's my brother-in-law, y'all. Yeah. That's my brother-in-law. Lord Jesus. Well, listen, I'm gonna holler at my little brother and make sure I need I need to get John on the show. I haven't had him on the show. I need to get him on the show. Y'all let me know in the comments if y'all want to see my little brother on the show. Um, because uh, I think I think it's about that time. I don't know what we could talk about, but we're gonna talk about something. <laughs> yeah, y'all go ahead and do that. <laughs> this will be a good show. Uh, but y'all, listen, not only check out their uh their mentorship and their e-course, you guys, make sure y'all follow um how uh how married are you? Are you what the heck? Yes. You better say that over how and cut married it out. Are you? How no, it's how married are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I do the podcast. Like I want to make knows. sure it's like, how married are you? You know how busy this man yeah. is? He got so many No, he needs to know it. You better say it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't married yet. So I don't be listening to that like that. I watch the chocolate babies, but you know, I ain't married yet. I don't uh -huh, be hearing uh -huh. all that stuff. Say my, it again. You might find your wife in the comment section. Oh. Might find your wife in the comment section. That's Our wedding party rolled deep. You better yeah. get your life together. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Actually, you would be surprised at how many inquiries I get about you. Yeah, hey, man, I'm it's pretty sure you get a lot of them, but that's fine. No, Y'all know me. She got to have a Bible, the booty, and brains. Y'all know already. The so, three Bs. Yeah. <laughs> put, put the Bible in the brains first. Yeah, and, the and then last. the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Those two oh, are important. Well, you listen, need to take the premier advantage. I, I keep it real. You know, I mean, as long as she loved the Lord and, and she got the body. I ain't really worried about too much about the brains, you know. I wanted to have some brains. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Come on. We got to take the course playing. ASAP. No, he, we going to send you a free yeah, code. Yeah, see, you going to have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get it. Yeah, we going to put them. Y'all know get, I'm just messing, man. But y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all so funny. But y'all, man, make sure y'all follow them out, y'all. We're going to drop all their information, both their Instagrams on the uh, in the show notes, their e-course and their podcast link, How Married Are You? They have some real good conversations. And I don't listen to some of them because I just, that's, that's still my little sister. Mm -hmm. I get you. I so, understand. It ain't Fabby. I really don't. You know that. I yeah. I don't want to be my sister. Let my brother do that. Mm -hmm. Oh mm -hmm. Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So y'all go listen. Don't comment. Hey hey yo. Glenn said this about your sister. I don't <laughs> care. I don't want to know. I yeah. don't even want to know. Uh, but I love them dearly. Follow them, you guys. Um, and uh, y'all, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see y'all on the next show. Peace out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.